It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, and this is part two of our mailbag episode. Somebody asked a good question. Can Denny Avdia play point guard? What are the goals for the Wizards next season? And what is your prediction or your opening day roster for next season? Let's get started. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so to start off with my playoff predictions here, I was wrong. Uh, The Nets ended up losing to the Celtics, and I was surprised watching that game. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they did a really good job defensively on Kevin Durant in the fourth quarter. KD still ended up with 27 points, but he took 17 shots to get there, which is not bad. But the fourth quarter, he Jason Tatum literally almost swatted his shot at the free throw line. Like it was a pull-up jumper that KD had, and uh, Jason Tatum blocked it. And it, it, it led to Jalen Brown scoring on the other end. Jalen Brown did a dribble-dribble between the legs twice on Kyrie Irving, then did a spin move and finished a layup on him. Um, and it... Jason, Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown, they literally took over in that fourth quarter. They literally took over in that fourth defensively and offensively. Jason Tatum didn't have a great game shooting, but he had 10 assists, and he did a really solid job on Kevin Durant in that fourth quarter, uh, which was very impressive. I was very surprised. But Ben Simmons is going to be back game four, so we'll see how that series goes. I do want to do my picks very quickly. I was wrong on the Bucks and Bulls game. The Bulls ended up winning 114-110, so I was very surprised, but I fell asleep and, and – Woke up and saw that the Bulls won. I was very surprised about that. Uh, the Sixers did beat the Raptors in overtime, so I was correct about that one. Um, but tonight is Grizzlies Timberwolves. I, I'm actually I'm gonna go with the Timberwolves win this game tonight. Um, I'm gonna go Jazz beating the Mavs, Warriors beating the Nuggets. I have the Warriors sweeping the Nuggets, and then I'll do some more picks over the weekend just to wrap up the show. But um, the first question we're gonna go with: uh, Can Denny Avdia play? point guard and I think we've touched on this a couple of times this question is from let me shout him out very quickly before um, this is from Tasachi Granat he says call me Seth hi Ed what is your opinion about moving Denny to point guard on a full-time basis so um, Denny I think at best he's a secondary ball handler I don't think he can play point guard full-time I don't think that's a good role for him. I think as a secondary ball handler, I think he can initiate the offense. Like he can get a rebound, push the pace, bring the ball up, facilitate the offense. I think that's perfect for him. Um, you know, you've heard me talk many times about his left hand. Wes Ansel Jr. has reiterated to him for him to work on his left hand over the offseason. Tommy Shepard has said the same thing. Denny Avdi himself has said the same thing that he wants to work on his left hand. So I hope 
because I really wanted to see him play in summer league. And if he would have played in the NBA summer league, I feel like they could let him, <clears throat> excuse me, play point guard because there were times where Troy Brown Jr., who has somewhat of a similar skill set, they're both six nine guys that are versatile, have a lot of versatility, and then and, and facilitate the ball and are solid, solid ball handlers. They're capable of initiating an offense. And Troy Brown Jr., his, I want to say this was his second year in the summer league, where they just let him do whatever he wanted to do. He was playing point guard. And Troy Brown Jr. had a great summer league. He was like first team all summer league. And, and granted, it's summer league, but it's a developmental process and lets guys work on things that they need to work on. Because Denny is still, what, 21 years old, so he's still relatively young. But Denny is going to be playing um, FIBA basketball in Israel over the summer. So I think with them, I do want to watch their games. If they're going to be televised, I really want to watch those games just to see how he how he plays over there, if he's more aggressive. You know, is he going to be playing point guard over there? Now, he can work on that, work on his ball handling, work on that left hand, because when I watched him play against the Nets, where we did win this game, it was in Brooklyn, he had a solid game overall, but when he brought the ball up, they had Javon Carter on him, who's a small, scrappy, defensive-minded guard. And that's the big concern for me. Javon Carter just easily plucked him and ripped the ball from him. So if they see him, if other teams see him bring the ball up consistently and seeing that he's going to be the point guard, they're going to put a small, low-to-the-earth, scrappy guard on him or just a scrappy, defensive-minded guy on him, and they're going to try to pluck the ball away from him or pick him up at half court. He has to pick up his dribble because he's not going to be able to go left. Everybody knows the scouting report on him. They don't want to let him go left. He doesn't really want to go left most of the time. So that's the concerns for me, and he does dribble the ball up pretty high um, on his dribble. When he hands the ball, it's, it's still high. It's still pretty, it's still pretty high. Of course, he's a six nine guy, so he just has to get that pat, that dribble tighter. If if I don't see him playing, I don't I don't think West Central Junior will have that either. Even even with a bench unit, I don't see him playing point guard full time as well. But Porzingis did have some endorsing comments about Danny Avdi and his ball handling skills. This is a quote from Chris Alves Porzingis. He said he has really good instincts for finding his teammates. This was during the season um, after the Rockets game. He had he said Denny quote. He has really good instincts for finding his teammates and pushing the ball in transition. He's not afraid to make a play. I really like that about him. Also, Chris F said he, he's real good. He's real. He's real like sneaky with those passes. He was just kind of driving to the room to the rim, and he knew I was there. And boom, just threw it back to me without looking. That was pretty cool from him. And I expect for I expect more of those plays as he keeps pulling his game up. So that was against the Rockets, where it was a good first half. We saw Denny facilitate, push the uh, pace, push the offense, create a couple fast breaks. We've seen him do the behind the back to Rui. That was a beautiful pass. He's had a couple alley-oops to Porzingis already after the trade deadline. So I thought Denny did some good things handling the basketball, but a full-time point guard role, I just think that's a different challenge that, um, you know, I I wouldn't put Denny on that full-time. So that's a good question, but I, I just don't see that happening in the foreseeable future. But if he can work on that left hand and, and just getting that dribble a little bit lower, then I think he can he can possibly, possibly play point guard for a few minutes. Of course, your secondary ball handler for sure. Um, now we have a question from my guy on Twitter. This is from Ben Selznick. Um, if you want to follow him on Twitter, Twitter, he his uh his account name is B-E-N-S-E-L. Z-N-I-C-K. He says, first regular season game roster and why? 
Um, but before we do get to that good question there, this episode is brought to you by Truebill. Do you know why free trials renewed without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corp- corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tab. In one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and helps save them over $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. This episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Puffs included. 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to Bill.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, and low carbs. Most Bill Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. At Bill Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Bill.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so this question from my guy Ben is a avid listener. Uh, we talked a lot. We've... Um, had interactions on Twitter before many times. So this was a good question. First regular season game roster and why. So this is really looking into the future here. Um, I guess I'll play a little GM here. So I did write down who my projected roster or first regular first game of the 2023 season, who the roster, what I predicted to be. Um, and I, I'm look, looking at it. I don't, the chances aren't too high, but this is kind of what I would do or the moves that I would make. Um, looking at the point guard position, so I have my starting five is Malcolm Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon, Bradley Bill, uh, Robert Covington at the small four position. He is a free agent, so they would pick him up with a mid-level exception of about $10.5 million. Um, I don't know if Robert Covington is looking for more than that on the market, but he has been traded to a couple teams. He's on, uh, He was on the Blazers. He was on the Rockets. Now he's on the... Um, I got a, the Clippers. I want to say the Clippers might want to bring him back, but we'll see. So he, he's been on multiple teams the last couple of seasons. Um, Kyle Kuzma at the four, at the power forward position for me. And then Chris Porzingis is at the five. Off the bench is Tomas Sadoransky. The Wizards at the 10th. Actually, I'm sorry. I have them with a draft pick, but they have to trade that pick to bring in Malcolm Brogdon. So they're not going to have a first-round pick. But I had uh, Daniel Gaffer coming off the bench, Corey Kisper coming off the bench. bench. Denny come off the bench. Um, they draft. They keep their second round pick. They draft Kofi Coburn out of Illinois. Anthony Gill's off the bench as well. So I, I actually messed this up a little bit. 
because if we trade our first round pick and a player, which would be Rui and KCP, I had I had the Wizards trading Rui KCP for Malcolm Brogdon, um, in a, in their first round pick, um, and then to match salaries because Malcolm Brogdon is making twenty two million dollars a year, KCP is making about thirteen, um, so just to match salaries, um, Corey Kispert's on the roster, Denny's on the roster. The second round pick, I might draft a point guard or a shooter or a wing guy instead, instead of a big man. But if the Wizards still have their first round pick, I want them to draft Malachi Branham out of Ohio State. Or um, I do like Ochai and I do like Ty Ty Washington. That's just from the draft standpoint. But like I said, if you bring in Malcolm Brogdon, you're going to have to trade um, your first round pick for Malcolm Brogdon, most likely, and a couple of good players just to bring him in to, to make the salaries match. So. Uh, but my my first, I'll, I'll just keep it at the starting five, would be Bradley, Bill, Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Covington, Kyle Kuzma, Chris S. Porzingis. And you have a good 3 and D wing in Robert Covington. Still keep Kuz. You got Porzingis who can score. Bradley, Bill, most likely. He's he's leaning towards coming back from what everybody's saying. What he said, he said it's fair to come back. So that's my starting five. And then you bring Saddle back. Of course, Gaffer's back. Kisper's back. Denny's back. Anthony Gill's back. Um, so I, I think that would be your roster, but I think looking at some of the free agents and we can talk about free agency later on, but I did have the, uh, free agent list up of some small forwards to look at. Um, and, and Gary Harris is a free agent. That's somebody that I might look at as well that I like, like I said, Robert Covington, Gary Payton, the second, those are some of the free agents that I like that are free and three and D wings. Uh, three and D defensive minor wings that the Wizards really, really need to use. They really need some uh, three and D wings, some guys that can defend and shoot the three for sure. Um, some other guys, TJ Warren's a free agent. I wouldn't bring him in, but yeah, like I said, my top my top guys really are, are Robert Covington and Gary Harris. That's somebody that I'm definitely looking at to bring in. Nicholas Batum is a fr- he's a free agent, but he's he's on the older side, but he still can shoot the three at a high clip and defend. So. That's part of my roster. I'm still not done yet. I know you hit me with an early, early roster um, prediction, which is tough right now. We're in April. July 1st is free agency, and the draft is is in June, like June 23rd, so we still have a long way to go. Um, but like I said, I just feel like the best available point guard via trade or really via acquiring anybody would be Jalen Brunson or Malcolm Brogdon. Those are the top two guys in my opinion, that I feel like that realistically could be available. That realistically, that realistically could be available and would fit next to Bradley Bill uh, very well. But that's a good question from um, Ben. But if you want to comment on Twitter, comment also on YouTube and let me know what your over your prediction, your first regular season game roster is. That would be greatly uh, appreciated. So um, the next question on YouTube is from uh, Elizabeth Hayden. They are an avid subscriber and listener as well. Um, it says, what are, your, what are the goals the Wizards should have for next season? Do you think the Wizards should try and bring someone new to the roster, even in the cost of trading the young guys in order to compete? Or do you think the Wizards, the second part of this question, or do you think the Wizards' goal should be to make the most of their current roster to try and build for the next seasons by getting first-round picks, improving the young guys, and trading for new young guys? So basically – Elizabeth, what you're saying is that should the Wizards go all in? Or the second part is should they trade and get first-round picks and just blow it up? So um, before we do get to that, I just want to give a quick shout-out to BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. 
find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so um, second part about blowing it up. If Tommy Shepard or Bradley Bill requests, if he wants to go to a different team and there's a sign and trade that we can do, I'm not 100% against that at all. Then you just start the rebuild. You trade Bradley Bill, get some young guys. Um, let's say he wants to go to the Heat. You get Tyler Harrell. You get Duncan Robinson. You get a first-round pick. Let's say if he wants to go to the Sixers, I'm asking for Maxi. I'm asking for Tybull. I'm asking for first-round picks. That's just to give you a generation or a different idea or the Warriors. Let's say the Warriors wanted Bradley Bill. Give me Jordan Poole. Give me a couple first-round picks. Or give me Jordan Poole in a first-round pick, and I'm fine. Because Jordan Poole is getting better and better each year. Or the trade, like I said, the mock trade from the other day, Blazers, Anthony Simons at a first-round pick. And that's where you start with getting young guys. Other than that, um, if you, yeah, if you're going to full re- rebuild, you look to trade KCP, you look to trade Kyle Kuzma, whoever. And that, that, that's where you go with the rebuild. That's where you get young guys where you said for try and build for the next seasons by getting first-round picks, improving the young guys, and try trading for new young guys. That's just the OKC Thunder kind of way, just trading and see if you can get new young guys. Get as many picks as you can. The new way to rebuild. Or like the Pistons rebuild. The Sixers trust the process type rebuild. But my goals for the Wizards is to improve defensively. Like I said yesterday, Wes Unsell Jr. is a defensive-minded head coach. 25th in defensive efficiency is definitely disappointing. Um, Giving up points in the paint was disappointing. They're bottom five in that. Bottom five percentage field goal percentage allowed in the paint area. That's disappointing as well. so they need to improve defensively. They need to get stops. That's one way they can get better. In the beginning of the year, they looked good when they had the 10-3 and three start. They were defending at a high clip. Then the defense fell off. The offense wasn't there, and it was just abysmal from there. So another goal is to improve from the three-point line. The Wizards were bottom 10, bottom five in three-point percentage, bottom five once again in three-pointers made um, this season as well. Um, and they did not improve from last year. The goal was to get better shooting. They drafted Corey Kispert. A shooter. They wanted to get better shooting. KCP was a was a, a high percentage shooter. Kyle Kuzma was a better shooter. They bought in guys that are capable of knocking down threes, and they still were not good knocking the three ball down. So that's something that they have to improve on. Of course, finding a point guard. If Bradley Bill is going to be here, they need a point guard that can set the table, that can facilitate, get guys open, get Porzingis some easy looks, get him uh, set up on the high post or set up on the post. Get Bradley Bill some easy looks, help Bradley Bill improve and get back to the elite three-point shooter that he was. I think a point guard can certainly help him get back to that because this year he had to handle the ball so much and have point guard um, duties and, and have to facilitate. He was worried about doing that, that you know his shooting went down as well. But he was missing some wide-open shots as well. But I think a, a better point guard would help the Wizards out with that. Um, one thing, Wes improving on another goal is for Wes to improve on policing the team, getting through the guys, um, getting guys to buy in, 
getting a voice in our locker room as well. So that's some perspective from Wes Unsell. There's just a lot of goals for the Wizards. Uh, of course, picking a direction to see where they're going, to go big or go home. Um, getting the chemistry with Porzingis and Bill, Kuzma. Of course, developing the young guys, see what you got. Or trading some of the young guys and, and getting a uh, point guard or getting a star next to Bradley Bill. Those are the all-season goals for the Washington Wizards for me to compete. Also developing Daniel Gaffer, getting him better, getting him better, developing the young guys, getting them initiated, and having them up to speed to contribute to a playoff push. Also as a team goal as well is to make the playoffs, not just make the play-in, but to make the playoffs. You know, let's let's see if they can get a sixth or fifth seed or something like that. Let's see if they can make a push. And of course, stay healthy. Porzingis stay healthy. Bradley Bill stay healthy. Of course, that's everybody's goal. That's a generic goal to say. But once again, stay healthy. Everybody got to stay healthy next year, especially with Porzingis. Um, I do want to see that Bradley Bill and Porzingis duo. And the biggest goal, once again, is finding a point guard that meshes well with Bradley Bill, um, that can play defense and do well at the, uh, the point of attack. So those are, the, those are my Wizards goals right there. Those are my Wizards goals. And then Abel Ambrosio, he asked about, is Corey Kispert the next Clay Thompson? I'll answer that again. I'm sorry I didn't get to that one today. But um, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, let's get to the uh, playoff games over the weekend. Heat, I'll just do this real quick. Heat, Hawks, Friday night at 7 o'clock. Um, I'm going to go with the Hawks winning one at home. Bucks, Bulls, I got the Bucks winning in Chicago Friday night. Suns, Pelicans, I got the Pelicans winning that game, unfortunately. Uh, Devin Booker, I got to see what happened with his injury. I didn't hear about I'm sorry, Bucks. Chris Middleton is injured. He's out for three to four weeks with an MCL sprain. I just got the news on that. Um, the Bulls, I got the Bulls winning that at home. So I'm going to go with Hawks, Bulls, Pelicans Friday night. Saturday, I'm going to go with Raptors, Mavericks, Nets, Grizzlies. Sunday night, I'm going to go um, Bucks, Warriors with the sweep. Heat win in Atlanta, and uh, the Suns win in New Orleans on Sunday night. So if you guys want to write those down and, and put it on your bet online, um, you guys can definitely write those down. So those are some of the goals for the Wizards, for sure, um, for both sides, whether they want to rebuild or move forward with Bradley Bill and compete. Like I said, if, they gotta, if they're going to compete, they got to find a point guard. they got to find some guys they can defend. And uh, one of the goals is to draft and develop well if they're going to use this first-round pick this year and not traded. So, all right, guys, I just want to thank you guys for listening to uh, Locked On Wizards. Make, now make your second li listen, Locked On NBA, from the first jump ball of the playing tournament to the last possession of the finals. Locked On experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. All right, you guys, I want to thank you guys for subscribing and hitting the note. Make sure you guys hit the notification bell on YouTube. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.